How's it going, Jets fans? Welcome back to Fireside Jets with your boys, Alex and Ryan. Today we're discussing the Detroit Lions, which is a team you should definitely not be sleeping on. They are actually pretty good. Their defense, one of the worst in the history of the game. Their offense, led by Jared Goff, is legit. You know, Amon Ross St. Brown, legit. Jamal Williams, legit. Jamison Williams is back, had his first touchdown last week. Absolute, like, their offense is potent on all fronts. DeAndre Swift, um, you know, they traded TJ Hawkinson to the Minnesota Vikings, and they beat the crap out of the Minnesota Vikings anyway. This Detroit Lions team is feisty. You know, Dan Campbell, do not sleep on him. He's a very unorthodox level type of coach, really a, like a hard guy, hard head. But I, I will say, at the, end of the day, at the end of the day, the players respect him, and he really, like, fuels that energy of that team that fuels the fire of that team and he's someone that we should not be sleeping on and that that Lions team the Jets have are, the Jets match up really well against them actually because their defense is so good the Jets specifically but the Lions you know their offense is potent enough that they could take advantage of some um of some uh, I guess a miss I don't even know mismatches maybe I don't even think I mean I'm gonna St. Brown's difficult to stop across the board but I'd pull, put him in the slot and just basically try to attack Michael Carter the second if I was the if I was the Lions I mean that's Michael Carter the second is probably their weakest link in the secondary um and he's a very good player so it's like <laughs> it's hard to even like fathom like that's your weakest link but that's what I'd probably be trying to do if I were uh, the Lions and Dan Campbell this upcoming Sunday, but the Jets have a good opportunity to win this game. Now, Mike White already the established starter. You know, he, he'll be back after getting hit. Like, I mean, that hit that he took last week, it looked like it was out of a superhero movie. It looked like, you know, Captain America getting tackled by another supervillain. It was ridiculous. So, you know, looking forward, Zach Wilson's the backup, obviously. Uh, we want to give you guys some keys here on how the Jets can overcome the Lions and, you know, push themselves into a, a more clear playoff picture. Hopefully they can you know, find a way to sneak into the wild card. But uh, right now they need to get a couple wins under their belt. But Ryan, looking at this uh, Jets defense, how important is it that they step up and limit this really, really potent Lions offense? Absolutely, Alex. I mean, you said it best. This is going to be a tough game for the Jets. I mean, the Lions are right now, you know, coming into the year, they were, you know, one of the hotter teams across the NFL and people were expecting this type of breakout. Obviously they had the slow start, but You've seen them win five of their last six games. I mean, they took it to the Vikings last week in pretty stunning fashion, to say the least. And, um, you know, this is going to be a dogfight for the Jets, like we were saying beforehand. I mean, I, I think this is probably going to be a game that the Jets should absolutely win, but it's really going to come down, I think, to, you know, the final few minutes of this game. And, you know, there are certain uh, situational things that the Jets the last two weeks, you know, like they've moved the ball well. I think their defense has played predominantly well these last two games. But you just look, you know, in the team categories and certain situations where I think the Jets, you know, as a team, just collectively as a whole, have got to execute better. And we're going to talk about a couple of the key team stats that, you know, the Jets on both fronts have got to do a better job of. And they did actually on third down last week show some progress from the Vikings game. So there definitely is something to take and feel good about. But you said it best. I mean, this is a high-flying offense. That's really – it's the sole challenge that I think the Jets are provided with in this game. Um, and, you know, what what is in the way of them winning this game? It's really just that Lions offense. Jared Goff playing at a high level. DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams is a great one-two punch. Amon Ra is incredible. And now you add Jameson Williams into the mix, and you have another speed guy there in DJ Chark. So it, it's a really talented offense that's capable of putting up points. But – you said it best. I mean, the Jets defense has the best cornerback trio in the NFL. And, you know, look, last week in Buffalo, they found a way to hold, you know, that high-flying Bills offense led by Josh Allen, Stephon Dace, to 232 yards of offense. So while it's a challenge, um, the Jets' third-ranked defense going into this game, I still think is going to be able to do just enough to win this game. 
It's going to come down to Mike White, as it always does with this Jets team. The quarterback position is the difference between winning and losing at the end of the day. But, you know, you mentioned the Jets defense. They can limit this Lions offense. You know, they only won turnover in the last four games, as you so kindly uh, wrote for us down in the notes here. Jets have lost the turnover battle 2-0 in each of the last two games, though. So, you know, it's really difficult to win football games when you're losing turnover battles. The Jets have had some pretty tough opponents. Of course, the Bills, very, very good. They almost snuck out a win in that game. You know, they really just needed a bit more offensive production at the end of the day. Uh, couldn't get that out of it. But, you know, this is a team that is also battling some major injuries. Um, as we projected when the season began, this was a year for the Jets to set the table for 2023. This was always the case. This is how we felt going into the year. We thought Zach Wilson would be a lot better at this point in time. But you look at what they lost in Brees Hall and, and Elijah Vera Tucker. Those two players right there are the difference between winning and losing some of these big games against teams like the Buffalo Bills. And they won a couple of weeks ago. We, I was there at the game. They looked awesome. It was a really, really fun game to watch. Um, and Zach Wilson had a, had a decent outing. Jets defense was unbelievable. And you look at what you know, Sauce Gardner is doing, DJ Reed. They don't get beat very often when they do. It's very, very, very minor. It's very slim uh, margin. So, you know, the Lions offense, they're a little bit polarizing at times. Sometimes they'll go out and put up, you know, 40 points. And the next week they'll put up three points. And it's like, okay, uh, kind of interesting. But Jared Goff has a pretty good grasp on that offense. You know, Jamal Williams is just a touchdown producer. They get that thing to the one-yard line, and he is an automatic touchdown. They do not get they do not get blocked if they're inside the five, even inside the 10. They score touchdowns. Their conversion rate's probably really, really high in the red zone. Um, so that's something the Jets have to be very, very wary of, and they need to be ready to stop those playmakers. You know, mostly Jamal Williams, mostly Amon Ross St. Brown, DeAndre Swift. Those three guys are the ones you really have to kind of hone down on and, and make sure they don't beat you. And now you have Jamison Williams kind of uh, prowling the backfield and, and trying to make some plays downfield. Yeah, that obviously was wide open on that play. Defenses haven't really seen him. His speed is obviously there. He looks to be back to 100%, or at least he's getting there. So the Jets got to be worried. LaMarcus Joyner, got to make sure they don't get beat deep. Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, got to make sure those those just go routes are on lock. Um, they're communicating really, really efficiently. So, you know, looking at the Lions defense, though, this comes down to can Mike Waite dominate a really, really bad defense, right? They're 31st in yards per game, 31st in points per game, 30th in pass defense, 26th in run defense, 22nd in sacks. Like, they're terrible. They're awful. Like, one of the worst defenses ever. And, and you know, to you, Ryan, who's got to step up on offense to get the job done? Who do you think is the catalyst? I obviously think it's Mike White. You probably agree. Um, but is the running game, you want to set the stage there, kind of maintain possession. Maybe you can limit uh, turnovers by running the football effectively. What do you think the, the Jets have to start? I just think it's the three-headed trio of Mike White, Bam Knight, and Garrett Wilson just continuing to do what they've done for this offense the last three weeks. Um, and I would even throw Elijah Moore into that mix. I think two of the last three games, you know, he's really started to come on. Um, the Jets offense absolutely has the talent. I mean, we know that. Um, and they have a, a prime opportunity here, I think, to really play one of, if not their best games of the season. I mean, they've moved the ball, like I said earlier, you know, in Minnesota, in Buffalo the last two weeks. I mean, they've moved the ball at will. Um, they just haven't been able to punch it in for six, you know, to finish drives. And like I said, situationally in the team, uh, team uh, key category department, you know, the Jets have just not really executed to, you know, the winning level that they were really the first half of the season. So I think, you know, the red zone, they were better on third down. Like I said a week ago, they were nearly at 50%. Um, they, if they can just continue to keep up with those things, um, I think on first and 10, they really got to stay ahead of the chains a little bit better. That's really been a bit of an issue. And I think it's just continuing to really go with the hot hand of Bam Knight right now and what he's given this offense. Um, obviously, you alluded to it. The loss of Brees Hall crushes this team. But I think what Bam has really provided, Alex, is just some of that explosive um, big play threat ability that we've seen 
Um, and even, even his ability to break tackles has really jumped out to me. So, you know, him, him and Garrett, especially, you know, as rookies at the skill positions, um, have given this offense just so much life. And it's really been exciting to watch. Um, you said it. I mean, the Lions, you know, they're in the bottom, you know, 10 in most team categories as a defensive unit. Um, that's the reason why I do believe the Jets end up winning this game. I think the offense will be in position to score at least 24 to 27 points. And then you take it to the other side of the ball. Um, the Jets, aside from their run defense, which is like 12th or 13th right now off the top of my head, they're in, I think, the top eight of you know points per game. Oh, they're third overall. Their pass defense, sacks, takeaways. Um, so in all those, you know, key departments, I mean, the Jets defense has really delivered. And you just look at what they, like I said, they've done against the Bills and the Vikings the last two weeks at home. And I think the last element to really, you know, throw into this while Jared Goff, I think he's playing the best really since that Super Bowl year with the Rams. Um, you know, there is that stat that's out there, the, you know, um, splits when he's playing in freezing cold weather. Obviously, he's a California kid, played in L.A. with the Rams. Now is in that dome in Detroit. I think that the, you know, cold weather, the inclement, you know, uh, conditions in this game could absolutely make an impact. And it's a way that I think this Jets defense can kind of give themselves some life. And um, obviously the status of Quentin Williams is pretty key. Um, you know, him, Corey Davis, a couple of guys that um, I will meet with uh, reporters this afternoon. So we'll get some, you know, clarity there. But overall, you know, this is going to be a tough, hard-fought battle for the Jets. Absolutely. And it's one they need to win. I think we're going to find a lot out about this team being at 7-6, and six, dropping that last two. But, you know, if the Jets went out, they control their destiny of the playoffs. So at home, I, I think this is really the first playoff game you could say for the Jets. And um, I do expect them to win this game ultimately. Yeah, I mean, the, the Jets defense is good enough to win this game handily. They just need the offense to step up and put up 24 plus points. They need to score at least 24 points to win this game, in my opinion. Um, that, that, that Lions offense, you can stop them. You can limit them. But they will score on you. They are going to score on the Jets. It's just a matter of how many times. Um, and if the Jets can mirror that, you know, if the Jets offense gets off the field quickly and, and you know, they're, they're just kind of punting three and outs, five and out, whatever it might be, uh, they're going to be in trouble. They're going to get themselves into some trouble and they're going to find out that the lions are not a team to mess with because they can score on you at will. And if they get you slipping and they have a good game plan, they will take advantage of that. So like you said, Quinn Williams, health is big. They can run the ball effectively. If Quinn Williams is out, I would not be surprised if they just went like really quick, a lot of play action, run the ball, you know, quick hitters, like really just taking advantage of that. So we'll see what happens, guys. Always happy to hear your opinions and, uh, you know, logic and whatever you think about this game, upcoming game, your factors and keys and variables. Always happy to see those in the YouTube comments. As always, make sure to like and subscribe. We'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Jets episode.